What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Maybe You're Like Me. This week is a great episode with a friend that we made here in town. His name is Chris MacArthur. Chris invented some coffee shops and a coffee restaurant. We'll talk all about that in a second, but it's a great and sincere conversation with a guy who is an important part of our community here in Lakeland. I hope you love this conversation. And if you like Pizza Hut Buffet, there's a whole section just for you. It's going to be the best. I love it. I hope you guys are doing great. I'm happy you're here. Well, Welcome to Maybe You're Like Me. Hey, Chris, welcome to Maybe You're Like Me. How are you doing today, man? Fantastic, man. It, it's so good to have you here. Um, we've been doing the podcast for a little while now, and it's been fun because I've got to talk to people like uh, we talked to a guy named Max in Australia, and we've talked to uh, people all around the U.S. and stuff. But it's not every day that I get to be face to face with somebody. And so when I get these opportunities, it's way better. Yeah. Uh, way better than through a screen. So um, get to see you in 3D and everything. And uh, I won't get that opportunity on a screen until Apple comes out with those crazy VR goggles. Yes. So, yeah. Well, thank you for having me. This is cool. I don't get to do something like this every day. So I appreciate you, you thinking of me. Well, we need to talk to the other podcast host. I'll put it out there and we'll be like, Hey guys, what, what, what are we thinking here? We got to get Chris, got to get Chris out there. So, all right. So, um, for people that may not have met you yet, yeah. or uh, they don't know the businesses you started or, uh, your family or anything like that. If you were on an elevator and you had to do like your elevator pitch, sure. who is Chris? Who's Chris? Uh, yeah, well, I think most people know me for, uh, my restaurant, which is called Black and Brew. I started 17 years ago here in Lakeland. Um, we've grown to three locations now and, um, had a, a really great time with that, uh, with that experience and that business and doing business in Lakeland. And, um, we also, or I also have another business called Patriot Coffee Roasters, um, which roasts craft coffee for our restaurants and, and other wholesale clients. And we have um, coffee carried in like 500 public stores throughout the state of Florida. So it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. And then, um, we have like a fledgling tea company that we're working on right now called okay. color theory tea. Um, that's cool. Yeah. I got a couple of kids who keep me busy. <laughs> um, and you find me most days at the soccer fields. Um, okay. Yeah. And I'm happily married to my wife, Charity for almost 20 years now. So congratulations, yeah. man. Yeah. So I, I think I first bumped into you uh, probably 17 years ago when Black and Brew was opening. Wow. Actually, strangely enough, so I, I went to college here in Lakeland and I don't know why, but for the entirety of the four years that I was in college, uh, I only went to, and if you don't know Lakeland, Lakeland's kind of split up into like North, South and like a little bit of Central. Yeah. And Central's where downtown is, where Black and Brew is. And I spent my entirety of my college career only on the North and South side because of the roads I took to drive. I just, I didn't know downtown was there. Yeah. And so, um, but then I graduate college and there's this like new coffee shop that opens up and it turns out to be black and brew. And it, it's one of those places that immediately feels like home. And I know that was, there was a lot of intentionality that went into that. Yeah. Um, but I, so I'm just going to go ahead and start this off with gratitude. Thank you for making oh, yeah. a place in our community that is just, it's warm and it feels like home. And thank you for your turkey um, uh, BLT. That oh my gosh, that's that's a little bit of heaven. Yeah, so that's awesome. <laughs> well, that's cool. I, you know, I love. I, it never gets old for me to hear um, people uh, convey those stories of, and, and for a lot of college students actually mm -hmm. who are away from home, yeah, who find that that place that kind of reminds them or makes them feel uh, as though they belong and and uh, are welcome. And so 
Um, I'd love to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So um, now this is like kind of an odd question, but so we, the podcast is called Maybe You're Like Me and we're trying to figure out uh, if maybe we're like each other. And so for a lot of people, you see a celebrity online or you see an influencer and uh, you only get the filtered version of themselves. Mm -hmm. And the the whole point here is that we get past the filtered version. Yeah. Oh man, I made a coffee uh, joke there and I didn't even think about it. <laughs> hey. Um, but yeah, so we get the filtered version of each other. But so if we're going to get past the filtered version, we got to start with the filtered version. So if somebody's just following you on like Instagram or if they uh, just see your public persona, yeah. what, who is that, Chris? Yeah. Um, well, I think that would be two different things. I think <laughs> Instagram, you wouldn't, you would wonder whether I was alive because I post <laughs> and then you'd be like, oh, he is alive because every like year you'll see a post from me. Um, and it's usually a picture of either one of my kids, like my son holding up a fish or uh -huh. my wife, or maybe a random picture for the restaurant or one of my team members. So that's cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, in public, you might wonder if I hate people. Um <laughs> Uh, and, the, and if I'm in the wrong business, because I'm so, I can have tunnel vision. I, okay. I am often on a mission from one restaurant to the other, to the roastery, to a meeting. And, uh, and sometimes I look right through the universe <laughs> and, I, I, and, and, and people will flag me down and they'll have to, they'll have to say my name three or four times before I can break my, uh, my concentration to, to acknowledge <laughs> them. So I don't do that intentionally. I just, uh, I can get in that mode sometimes. Listen, you're a focused man. You got things you're doing and you got places to be. Everybody else needs to watch out. This is your world. We're just living in it. <laughs> so no, but okay. So I, I get that. So you're, you're a serious man, but uh, even like you just in a couple of minutes, we've been here. You're, you're a fun guy. So yeah. we're going to well, have a you. good time. <laughs> we're, this is going to be good. So yeah. we do the podcast in three rounds. The first round, I call it the first date round, because like, if you're like first starting to date somebody, um, like when you and Charity went out, do you remember your guys' first date? Yeah, uh, very well. Oh yeah, what yeah. was it? Uh, we went to Downtown Disney. It was a group date. It's not Downtown Disney anymore. Well, now it's now it's Disney, Disney Springs. Springs. That's right. But back then, <laughs> way the, back in the way 1900s, back, <laughs> it was Downtown Disney. Yeah, and uh, I remember it well because uh, uh, I encouraged our whole group. They had a one of those fountains that was kind of like. Um, it was a visual display thing, but you could also walk through it. So cool. We got, we ended up dragging the whole group into the fountain and jumping around, and so um, it's just one of those those memories that that's that's know, fun, special. Yeah, the yeah, it's fun. Like especially having a place like that because you can always go back there. And mm -hmm. so as long yeah. as Disney's rocking in Florida, sure. you guys have that spot. I don't think they're going anywhere. Yeah, it's a good place to have a, a memorialize a first date. <laughs> yeah, uh, me and my wife, uh, we don't. Like out, we went to Sonny's barbecue and yeah. there's a whole story behind that. And that's, um, <laughs> neither here nor there, but, uh, she somehow still wanted to marry me yeah. later on, but, uh, we went to a movie and we don't remember what movie we saw, yeah. um, because not because we were like making out the whole time or anything. <laughs> I, I see that face. No, that's not what yeah, we were yeah, doing, yeah, okay. but it's just like that, like that wasn't the important thing. Like we yeah. both knew we liked each other and sure it was like, yeah. So yeah. it's cute that you guys had a good first date, but so on a first date, you don't want to ask like, um, do you like dogs or right. uh, uh, would you rather be a unicorn? I don't know, but you want to ask questions that like kind of get to know somebody a little bit better. Um, and can be lighthearted. Like you don't want to be like, Hey, uh, tell me about your childhood trauma right yeah. now. Um, that's, sure. not, <laughs> um, that's but, not in round three, is it? <laughs> yeah. Round three oh. is we're going straight to trauma. <laughs> okay. Oh no. Um, 
Okay, so but these are just like more fun, lighthearted, get to know you questions. But uh, are there any famous landmarks, and we can start in the U.S. or globally that you've never visited that you want to visit? Oh, um, so I've done quite a bit of traveling, which I've been very fortunate to do that. That's um, cool. But uh, I haven't, in terms of landmarks, I don't know. If there's a landmark I want to see. I think I'd really just love to visit the national parks. Okay, I haven't been to to any really to, i'd like to go to yosemite mm-hmm. um and uh there's, there's a few others um but i think it's yeah getting out in nature and seeing those natural wonders yeah i think are um, you uh, generally outdoorsy as that yeah i i uh, you know i i love to be in the mountains i mm-hmm. love to um be on the water um a lot of my days are spent indoors so mm-hmm. um there's that that angst there uh about wanting to get out but yeah, I think, you know, um, getting getting more out, outdoor time, seeing the national parks, that would be something that I'd like to do sooner than later. Yeah. yeah. So for that, for outdoors, like, are you doing like mountains, you go in, mm-hmm. uh, canyons, what, like, if you could just like, just throw out one, what do you, <clears throat> which one's like the top of the list right now? Yeah. I love to hike. So okay. anything with a little bit of challenging terrain with, you know, in the mm-hmm. mountains um, with a view, um, yeah. I'm down for the um in Canada, my brother a few years back, I visited Banff, mm. and um if you've never if you've never seen Banff or you don't know what Banff is, get on uh, Google right now and just Google B A M F, uh, and it's like the most beautiful pristine yeah. thing. I'd love to see that with my own eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Canada. We actually take um every other summer we take a vacation there. To That's cool. They have cottage country. It's called Barry's Base. It's a little tiny town in Ontario. And they've Don't got, you know. yeah, right. They've got mountains and lakes and, uh, we, we go smallmouth bass fishing and so that's cool. It's, yeah. It's a good time. Um, yeah, I am a great indoorsman. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's people that like, they just love being out and yeah. uh, doing that stuff. And I don't mind a good hike, but you also, you pick the wrong state if you want like scenic, like yeah. mountains and beauty. I don't it's, it's very flat, right? Yeah. <laughs> the tallest thing we got is like a landfill, yeah, I think. Not, not the greatest place for hiking. I do love the beaches and mm-hmm. I love the lakes and the, and the rivers. And and so that's that kind of fills the cup there. But yeah, well, I'd, lo- I'd love to have some mountains. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a, that's all fun. I'm trying to think of uh, for myself a landmark, like a physical or like a, a natural landmark. Um, Like, again, there's all those places like in Colorado and mm-hmm. Nevada, uh, <clears throat> Half Dome. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to see the Redwoods. Yeah. yeah. We're sticking in the U S yeah. Um, I don't know why, but I think it'd be fun to visit like the Lord of the Rings stuff in New Zealand. Oh yeah. Um, I'm, <laughs> That'd be cool. And like, I've just recently watched that stuff. Also, I need to make a public apology to the Lord of the Rings fans. It's pretty fun. Um, <laughs> so I publicly disparaged the Lord of the Rings for a very long time. <laughs> and so it's, uh, uh, I'll make a full apology later. It'll be in writing. It'll be very official, but it's fun. Um, <laughs> okay. Keep it moving. Uh, those are great places to visit. Um, if money wasn't an object, what is something totally impractical and crazy, like a crazy expensive thing that you'd like to buy? Like not, again, it does not need to be practical. It doesn't need yeah. to be just something crazy, dumb, expensive, uh-huh. just for fun. Oh, man. Well, if you'd asked me three weeks ago, I would have said one of those underwater submarine things. Like, <laughs> is, is it too soon? <laughs> it might be too soon uh-huh. on that one. Um, so, yeah, no, it wouldn't be that, I don't think, anymore. But um, Oh, wow. You know, and this is not crazy, like impractical, like it's probably relatively within reach, but like, uh, maybe 
any any Porsche. Like I've had this fantasy since I was a kid. Okay. And I've never really spent money on. I, you know, I don't spend money on much actually. I'm mm-hmm. Pretty. <laughs> My wife is always trying to extract uh, money from me. Um, <laughs> uh, um, but she's well taken care of. By the way, she's 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 okay. That's I'm, not, good. I'm not depriving her. Um, but uh, Jared, if you need help, reach out. My number is. <laughs> uh, I think, I think it's interesting because it goes back to when I was a kid in elementary school at Lime uh-huh. Street Elementary, and the principal Philip O'Brien, um, he had a Porsche. Okay, and I was just like this. This is amazing. And as a prize, the top student from each grade each year got to ride in his Porsche to okay. go to Pizza Hut. Whoa. And like have the full on Pizza Hut buffet. And so. Also, can we just time out for one second? Yeah. This story is very interesting. But can we, uh, can we take a moment of silence for Pizza Hut buffet? Oh my goodness. I, I, I used to throw down at a Pizza Hut buffet. Yeah. I, it was a contest. It was like, you know, how could you get your money's worth? Like Absolutely. How many, how many slices? And then make sure you get five slices of the, the apple pie dessert. Oh my goodness. Pizza as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's just real quickly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Pizza pizza buffets. <laughs> if, uh, if where you live has a pizza buffet, let us know. Chris yes. and I will travel we, out. I will travel That's, actually. You know what? I'm changing my answer to the landmark question. <laughs> <laughs> I want to visit more pizza buffets. Yes. All right. So he, he had a Porsche. You get yes. to go to pizza. So you got to go to pizza. It's just this whole experience, but being in, in his Porsche, uh, it just, I felt so important. And so, so you got cool. to go. Yeah. I got to go. That's awesome. And so, uh, yeah. So ever since then I was like, damn, that is like, you are winning if you have a Porsche. Absolutely, uh, you are. That, that, yeah, I don't know. So, <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah, I've never been a car guy. So, like, there's certain people that they just love um, cars and everything yeah. car. And, like, my wife, like, her and her brothers, like, they have always, like, loved cars and car things. And I'm just like, my my things for a car is it has to have uh, AC. Yeah. And it has to, like, at this point, I would really enjoy it if it had Bluetooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's genuinely about it yeah, for yeah. me. Yeah. And I, we are one of those families where like, I just got a new car I got a truck. Hey, congratulations. Yeah, so I'm pretty excited about that. But, but I drove the last car for like 13 years. That's awesome. Know? And so that's, uh, the frugal, our frugal nature. But, um, but yeah, if I'm dreaming a little bit then, and I don't, I'm like you, I don't know anything about cars either, mm-hmm. but I just have that vision of the Porsche in my head as being the ultimate that that is it yeah. and if that's it for you i'm happy yeah, for yeah. you so <laughs> like i always think like if i'm trying to think of like crazy dumb money stuff like i i don't ever think that big like i've got friends that like my brother and his kids are always asking questions like um would you like cut all your hair off uh for every day for a year uh for a million dollars and absolutely yes yeah. but i never like think past that um right. so like but recently i've been seeing people posting and again this is like if, if money was not an object posting like $300,000 guitars made by like Les Paul by hand. Oh yeah. yeah. And I'm like, that's so dumb. Yeah. That sounds fun. <laughs> so if, yeah, if money yeah. was no object, like I want like the first Ford that ever rolled off the first uh, model. I don't know. Yeah. Just, it, I'm just making stuff up now and it just sounds fun. Yeah. And, or, it does. um, I, I would like to buy one of those limitless pills from that movie, limitless, 
Okay. That you just, I missed that one. Yeah. Don't worry about it. But basically like <laughs> your brain expands by a hundred percent and you can like do Kung Fu. I okay. don't know. It's right. basically you're in the matrix. Gotcha. I don't understand it at all, but yeah, those are both, uh, those are good, good options. So you can, uh, drive my very expensive guitar around in your Porsche <laughs> and we will road trip to yeah, a to pizza. pizza buffet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm down. Okay. Like looking back on it, honestly, was it the Porsche or was it the pizza hut that really uh, sold it That's for a you. great question, actually. Uh, somehow that magical combination, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, man, I, I just miss me that I just thinking about like 1990s, uh, 1980s Pizza Hut and the magical place that it was. So good. Mm. I, I feel like even the drinks tasted better out of those red cups. Oh, absolutely. Red plastic cups. I'm, I'm, it's my new goal. I'm going to get on eBay this afternoon and find you <laughs> one of those red cups and we'll, uh, we'll get some stale Dr. Pepper. Yes. In, you know. yes. So this next round is called the slow round. And so if we started with like just the superficial stuff, like if this was an onion, we're going to go a few layers deeper. So this is less, uh, what you like and more a little bit about who you are and, and what makes you, uh, what makes you tick. Um, and so, uh, if you're online ever, or if you ever watch TV or ever see a stand-up comedian, marriage gets, gets dumped on a lot mm -hmm. and, uh, being married gets dumped on a lot. Um, and so you've been married, you said close to 20 years now. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, that is, uh, I'm secondhand proud of you guys. <laughs> um, and so for you guys, like you've been married to charity now for close to 20 years or 20 years. And, um, what do you love about being married? Like, what do you love about your wife? What do you love about, mm. uh, just marriage as a structure in general? Yeah, sure. So, um, Charity and I started dating in high school, so we go way back. Okay. <laughs> um, but, uh, I think what's cool about our marriage is that we started out as friends and yeah. developed a really great friendship and that hasn't changed. So, um, I think what happens oftentime in marriages is it people, uh, come together, but live separate lives. So we have separate interests and separate career pursuits and separate responsibilities. And, yeah. um, I think we're fortunate in the fact that, uh, we have a lot of common interests. Um, we, there are a lot of things that we like to do together. We work together, you know, charity handles all of our, uh, she's essentially our CFO. So she handles, oh, wow. handles our books and, um, payroll and, and all that stuff that I, just would lose my mind if I had yeah. to be responsible for. Um, we complement each other in that way and mm -hmm. in many other ways. Um, <clears throat> so uh, I think too, for one of the things I appreciate most about her is that she challenges me. Well, we have, you know, the kind of relationship where we can speak into each other and speak openly and honestly. And that's cool. And, um, and you, it's going to sound really corny, but <laughs> she, <laughs> she really, um, makes me want to be the best version of myself. That's cool. And so she, she pulls that out of me, um, in a way that I think that if I didn't have that relationship, I would never have realized, um, what I have been able to, the things that I've been able to achieve um, yeah. professionally uh, in relationships, um, in the relationships I have with my kids, yeah. um, with my own family. So, um, yeah, I think it's, uh, I, I, I love being married. I, I have a great relationship and, um, uh, I, I think it's a special thing. Yeah, that's cool. The, um, 
I've been married for actually 10 years this year. This is oh, amazing. So yeah. And a couple, uh, yeah, I'm wait, I'm doing the math again. Yeah. Uh, 10 yeah. years. <laughs> <Make sure it's> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> um, uh, all the fact checkers out there can hold me to it if I was wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, again, so <clears throat> like you always see people like talking bad about marriage and relationships and stuff. Yeah. And so to see a, a relationship like yours and I don't, I don't know you, uh, very well. Like just, you're a guy that I've seen in town and I know who you are through reputation and through what you've done in town. And so, um, for me, I just started looking through your social media and I see that you guys have built a strong family unit. Mm -hmm. And, um, so just for people like me who like, who see you and like, I wouldn't imagine you'd say you have the perfect marriage. Have you guys figured it all out yet? No. Oh, thank God. <laughs> By um, any means. <laughs> um, no. But so for people like me who are like, I'm always trying to be a better husband and I'm always yeah. trying to uh, figure out uh, better things in my relationship to do. What are you guys doing? Like, what are some practical things you guys do to keep your marriage strong? Mm. Uh, you know, I think it's a large part of it is just the fundamentals. It's the things that people say all the time. It's mm -hmm. just obviously um, good communication and, and um, being considerate. But, um, but I think one of the things that we do that we actually, uh, we discovered in, in building our business was we take time to like dream together That's cool. and to, um, uh, like each year we'll sit down and we'll say, you know, what, what is it that we want to achieve this year? Mm -hmm. And, um, and that stems from, or includes everything from, um, what we want to do in our church and within our faith and how we want to grow personally and what mm -hmm. we want to do with our kids and how we, what we want to do with our businesses. So, um, I think, it's that intentional time that we take to make sure that, um, <clears throat> that we're on the same page yeah. and that each of us is part of kind of set, casting a vision for our lives together. So that it doesn't feel like one person's just kind of along for the ride. Yeah. Um, and, um, I think, you know, when you're, when you set those kinds of expectations and everybody's included, mm -hmm. um, it, <laughs> it, you avoid a lot of, um, opportunities for, you know, misunderstanding mm -hmm. and for disappointment. And so yeah, it's something that's worked for us. Yeah. It sounds like you guys both come to the table with intentionality on, yeah. uh, and communication on what you want and where you're going with things. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, if I'm honest, like that's something that I'm not always the best about. Yeah. And so even just hearing, I'm thinking like, how can I, like, how can I better communicate what I want or what, like how we can work together to push our family forward. Sure. That's really cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, another question for you in this round is, um, the world, uh, I don't know if you feel this way. I, I kind of do. It feels like things are just heavy mm -hmm. and the world can feel dark. <clears throat> um, but you've been a part of the Lakeland community. How long have you been in Lakeland? My whole life. Your yeah. whole life. Yeah. So you've seen like some ups and downs and in the middles and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So like, what do you see in Lakeland and your stores and your family mm -hmm. um, that gives you hope right now? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so something I'll share about myself, which is one of my, one of my faults for sure um, is that I can be kind of a cynical person. Yeah. <laughs> and that's been built uh, over time through experience and, um, and, you know, tough relationships growing up as a kid. Um, but, um, I think what, and this is something that charity's helped me with as well, but, 
um, is to look for the everyday, the smaller moments uh, where I witness unselfishness. Mm -hmm. So um, that can happen in the form of, you know, seeing, you know, our employees take care of each other, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, covering for each other, um, supporting one another. Um, I think another example would be in my own family, uh, for example, would be my son this past Christmas. So he, he was 10 at the time. Um, he spent his entire savings to buy me a fishing pole. Oh, and wow. I was just like, oh, wow, that's yeah. super cool for you to make such a unselfish, you know, and you know, sacrifice so much to, to, to see me be happy. So, um, I, I, I know there are a lot of big things that are happening. And I think, uh, actually Lakeland is, it's one of the most generous cities in the nation. There was a, a report that came out of the top, top five most philanthropic communities. Good in job. The United Lakeland. States. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty cool. Um, so I, there are tons of generous people here doing cool things all the time, um, to lift people up. And, um, but for me, the, it's the things that are the best reminders for it's just the small things that yeah. happen. You know, we're, we're so as a culture, we're very, um, we're focused on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I always, I often wonder if as a thought experiment, experiment, if we, if we like removed all mirrors, if like there were no more mirrors mm-hmm. and there were no more cameras and, and, w- and ways to see ourselves, mm-hmm. if we would think of ourselves less mm. and if we would, act selfless as a result more often. So I don't know. Uh, I think there's that tendency to, to, to want to be concerned with ourselves. Um, and there's a, there's a, (laughs) it's not a conspiracy, but there is a, a cultural move to put ourselves at the center of the universe. Yeah. Uh, which I, I don't think is helpful. Yeah. Um, I think people call that main character energy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You got that main, I'm yeah. the main character. I, I haven't heard that, but that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So the thing that I'm like thinking about when you're talking is a lot of times, like we see like this big picture of like the, the news is pumping in negativity or whatever, but on the small day-to-day things, the interactions you have, that's where you see hope. You see hope in people and you see hope in um, your relationships and mm-hmm. the, the, the world that's kind of within your grasp. I think even like uh, you were saying that takeaway uh, mirrors and cameras and stuff. I think if we like for the longest time, you got the news like three months later. Oh yeah. It's like, it's like two months later, right. Abraham Lincoln's been shot. What happened to the president? And um, sure. so the, yeah. the world's gotten a lot smaller by how, or I'm sorry, it's gotten a lot bigger because of how much information you can grab onto. Sure. And so if you're looking for negative, it's, it's really easy to find. Yep. But at the same time, uh, honestly, there's days where uh, I just want to scroll through. Uh, there's uh, like Instagram accounts called like good news only. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like videos of like dads coming home uh, from, yeah. uh, the army or whatever. And like, I'm just a blubbering mess. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But it's, Same. it's just always good to, if you're going to focus on something, focus on the good. Yeah. And that's where you can find the good stuff instead sure. of the negative. So if yeah. you're looking at, uh, like your kids' generosity or your, the people on your staff loving each other. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. There's one question we ask everybody on the podcast. And so you're on the podcast and you're getting asked, sorry. Um, and it could be the biggest thing, like uh, you figured out a new way to brew coffee, or it could be 
um, the smallest thing, like, uh, you figured out how to do a match trick. I don't know, but what's something you're <laughs> learning right now? Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Um, so this is an interesting question because, uh, I listened to another podcast. Good call. Which doesn't compete with yours, by the way. Okay. How um, could it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, in the podcast, the host was talking about, you know, creating new year's resolutions okay. and, um, he was, it's always good in July. He, he was, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he was kind of poo-pooing that idea. And it was like, uh, you know, what I do is I create a curiosities list. So okay. these are the, these are the five things I want to learn this year. And that resonated with me because I I'm curious and I love to learn new things. And mm -hmm. so, so that's something that I did this year. And so currently what I'm working on from that list is, um, uh, learning about culture, like, okay. uh, corp corporate employee kind of okay. that, that culture from that angle. Um, so I actually just, um, completed a book study with my team. I make it, we do these leadership book studies and make it available to all of our employees to come and we'll, we'll meet on a Wednesday and, and we'll work through a book. And so we just finished the culture code, um, which was a really interesting book and a great start for us to kind of form a basis for mm -hmm. understanding that and where we can make, um, an impact within our, our business. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, again, so I, I kind of, I wasn't blowing sunshine at you earlier. Uh, I was just thinking about that as you're talking about like wanting to build culture, uh, like, so within your businesses and stuff, but you genuinely have already built something <clears throat> that is to me and the people I work with. Um, like there's not a moment in our office where there's not uh black and brew coffee, <laughs> uh, ever. <laughs> so, um, it's, and like when you guys did us a huge disservice by putting the new location about <laughs> half a block down from us. Um, so the only good thing uh, that or not, not the only good thing, the whole thing is great, but the best part about it is it's in within walking distance. So at least I get a few steps in when we're walking down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. Um, but no, justify it. yeah, no, but you've created places where uh, community and culture can happen. Mm -hmm. And so, and the culture of your staff is super inviting and warm and, I love it that there's places like that in our community um, that people can go to and be a part of. Yeah. And I remember again, so like back in my right after college days, I had friends who were starting bands and uh, you guys did like acoustic show oh, nights yeah. and those kind of things. And like it, it made Lakeland home for mm -hmm. me. Um, That's whereas awesome. if where I grew up, it was a bunch more corporate places mm -hmm. and uh, anything local was, um, it was hard to find, yeah. but here, like, it's like, there's places where community can thrive and culture can thrive because of places that yeah. like things you've built. So well, thank you for saying that. Yeah. I really appreciate that. All right. So we're at the last round of the podcast here. It's my favorite round. Um, it's called the common ground round and it's where uh, the podcast is maybe you're like me. So let's see if maybe you're like me, you got your three by five cards okay. there and a Sharpie. Uh -huh. Um, so here's, what's going to happen. I'm going to ask you five, this or that style questions. Oh, gosh. And, um, we are going to write them, reveal them and see if maybe you and I are like, okay. 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 All right. So, uh, I think I wrote this question wrong and it doesn't matter, <laughs> but would you rather have a latte or drip coffee? You are in the coffee business. I had to do at least one um give me a second i don't know what i want to do i'm talking to delay my answer <laughs> because i enjoy them both uh all right here we go three to one i went drip you went latte i should the question have been espresso drink uh yeah you could i mean i get it i understood what thank you, meant. you that that means a lot to me i was i was reading it and i was like 
Mike, you're dumb. Just <laughs> um, what what's your go-to latte? I get almost it's Florida, so it's hot. You mm-hmm. know, ninety percent of the year. Yeah, and my my I almost have uh, the same drink every single morning, which is just an iced latte. Yeah, yeah. Anything in it? Just- Whole milk. Ice cubes, <laughs> espresso. That's it. Um, I love. Me- there was a, a period wow. where I was doing a, a an ice latte or a latte mm-hmm. after lunch, and uh, it was getting to be like two in the morning, and I was like, I really oh, gotta sleep. Yeah, yeah. But I was doing it every day, <laughs> and so it was a vicious cycle because I wouldn't sleep. And then the next day, yeah. like after lunchtime, I was like, I, I gotta some, get a latte. I need some caffeine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's my only hindrance from lattes right yeah. now, but I love them yeah. and I could, I could down one right now. Yeah, Actually, yeah. I'm probably going to stop by black and brown <laughs> the way after this. Um, but yeah, no, we, we're always just making drip coffee at home. And yeah, so yeah. That, there's just, that's just fun. Yeah. To be clear, I love it all. Oh, I yeah. love it all. But I, my, I just, I get a latte every single day. So just live it up. Yeah. Um, do you know any good baristas? <laughs> I know a few. Okay, that's good. Yeah. All right, uh, next one. Uh, again, this is uh, dumb, but Fast and the Furious or the Italian Job? Oh. I have the words written in front of me, and I cannot spell. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. You went Fast and the Furious. I went Italian <laughs> we Job. No, we are nothing alike <laughs> so far. We're get, we're going to get one of these. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, what's what's your thoughts? Are you a big uh, Vin Diesel fan? Uh, it's the, or? It's the, the original that got me. I don't think I've seen I've seen one and two and never seen any other one, but it's the original and that uh, just that opening scene of them drag racing where they're I think they're racing like a quarter mile, but it takes five minutes for them to finish the race. And, you know, they, <laughs> they hit the nitrous three times. It's like you know. So nice. something random that uh, me and some friends have started doing is we're actually watching through all the Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah. And they gotta um, be bad. they're, they're horrible <laughs> in, in the best way though. Like yeah. uh, in the first one, the one you're talking about, the, yeah. they hit mm. the nitrous and like mm. everything gets all like jittery <laughs> and like slow-mo, yeah, like yeah. they're like forcing uh, through space time right. or something. Yeah. And it's, it's ridiculous. The yeah. whole thing is. So, so dumb. But you know what? It's all about family. That's Yes, it's right. Maybe that's why I like it. It's just there, about it the is. family piece. And then you can't go wrong with the Italian job. A no, bunch of Mini Coopers. It, you, <laughs> come on. Now, now that I'm thinking about it, really? The Minis? You know, they they lift a house in the beginning of it <laughs> in Italy. And Edward Norton's there. Yeah. Um, so anytime Edward Norton's there, you know, you're in for a, a treat. That's so. true. Yeah. I, it feels like the the whole thing was like a Mini Cooper commercial, though. I'm not against it. Okay. All right. Would you have felt different if it was a Porsche commercial? Uh, maybe. Wow. Okay. Bring it back around. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, this one is a, I don't even know how to describe this one. Would you rather eat raw onions or Brussels sprouts? Cooked Brussels sprouts? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is a childhood dislike uh, one. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. I went Brussels sprouts. You Brussels went, sprouts. Look at us finally agreeing. Um, I feel like Brussels sprouts have changed since we were kids. A hundred percent. Yeah. I think back in my childhood, they were everything like, like every other vegetable was boiled. Mm-hmm. So it's just this mushy, yeah. disgusting mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Nope. I actually, uh, at one of those fast and the furious nights recently, <laughs> uh, our friend made, uh, Brussels sprouts and they were so like, yeah. I, I don't. If, if childhood me knew that I went back and got seconds of Brussels sprouts, I would have slapped myself. Yeah. But I got like seconds and thirds when they were great. Yeah. So 
Good job, All Brussels right. sprouts. For, uh, right. They had a glow up. So. Yeah, for real. <laughs> All right. Uh, I have, uh, do you have any tattoos? I don't. All right. So this one's fun for both of us. I don't either. Okay. So would you rather have a foot tattoo or a wrist tattoo? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think this might be the first episode where the person leaves hating me. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he ask that? Oh, All right, here we go. I went wrist. You went oh, foot. Gosh. Uh, what, what are you going to get on your foot? <laughs> Maybe a butterfly or? I I, I don't know. I think I, this is, this is going to offend somebody um, that has a foot or a wrist tattoo. But I just think both. <laughs> <laughs> are kind of lame. I don't know. I don't Listen, know. It sorry. was the 90s. Leave it alone. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, maybe um, I, maybe I'd get a butterfly. I don't know. Okay. Good yeah. for you. Right. That that I you seem like a butterfly foot kind of <laughs> guy. Set, right. All right. Um All right, this one is this one is the only one that I've got invested stock in. Okay. Do you drink your cereal milk or do you dump it? And we're talking like Childhood, like Fruit Loops, Frosted Flakes, yeah, Cocoa right. Krispies, whatever. Gotcha. I will get mad at you if we get this one. Oh no! Here we go. Three, two, one. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. The show's over. Get out. I, I, I put drink. I, he put dump. Why are you dumping your sugar, dude? Your sugar milk. I only put enough milk to like absorb into absorb the into. There's no. There's actually no milk left when I'm done eating the cereal. I, I don't know why I'm mad at you right now, but I am. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was always baffled by the kids who like poured milk in until the cereal was floating all the way to mm-hmm. the top. They finished it. They had, you know, 32 ounces of milk left and then drank the, you know, but that's you. apparently. Yeah, I've got strong bones. And <laughs> <laughs> unlike some people, um, I'm just going to go ahead and make a prediction. Yeah. It comes out later that Chris is actually a serial killer. And <laughs> that anyone who doesn't drink the cereal milk and or pour in enough milk right. so that there is cereal milk must be a communist. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So <laughs> could, that could be true. I don't know. I'm just kidding. All right. So, Chris, thank you so <clears throat> much for being here. And this has yeah. been so much fun. Um, if there's people that want to maybe get to know you better or get to know more about Black and Brewer Patriot or any yeah. of the cool stuff you're doing, where's a great place for them to follow along, get to know you? Um, yeah. Unlike my own personal Instagram, our Black and Brewer Instagram is pretty active. Yeah, so, it's great. Uh, you can follow us at Black and Brew. Um, also Patriot coffee. You can follow us at Patriot coffee roasters okay. on Instagram, um, both on Facebook as well. If anybody's um, still using Facebook, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. dabbling in TikTok, Uh-oh. But, but struggling. Okay. Admittedly. Um, so, are you personally doing the TikTok dances yeah, or I, I tried, um, my, <laughs> my, my daughter was going to cancel me. So that's understandable. Yeah. So, uh, we're working on other strategies. Okay. Good call. Yeah. Good call. We'll, we'll talk to the marketing team. We'll get it figured out. <laughs> Chris, thank you so, so much yeah. for being here. This was the best. Cool. And for yeah. all of you listening, thank you for joining us. We'll see you next here, next here, next time next here. Time. <laughs> Maybe you're like me. <laughs>